Now tuning into Fandom Rant Radio. Hold on to your butt. I am your father. Spike! All of that sweet change. Hasta la vista, baby. Remember, the force will be with you. Always. Hello, what have we here? But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. I got a bad feeling about this. You know, they, they call me cautious being on multiple social media platforms. This is madness. Where's my super suit? We have a Hulk. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Name's Bond. James Bond. My name's Jack. Hello there. Scruffy looking nerf herder. It's a trap. Alright, welcome, welcome back to Fandom Rant Radio. We're back in the headquarters and we are missing a soul. Jack Kensler could not join us tonight. Wait. Jack is missing a podcast? Again, out of, out of all of us, I, I would think he'd be the most consistent. Yeah, wrong. He's usually always That's, here. It's all right, he's Jack. Here. It's all right. He's got to tend to his wife, Alex. Yeah. He is a married man. Yeah, and we're new, just losers. New yeah, life, new life. Yeah, but um, I mean, I have a girlfriend. Clint has a girlfriend. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's left? Uh oh. <laughs> Anyways, we're here with uh, Leon as well. <laughs> Want to say hi, Leon? What up? <laughs> Leon's uh, my new roommate. We're, we're chilling, us and Brandon, and then Devin and Clint still living at home. That's right. You guys are losers. You live at home. Still have a girlfriend. <laughs> I don't have to pay rent. That's true. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, let's go on to, uh, we're starting a new segment here at Phantom Rant Radio. We're going to call it Breaking News to open up, and there is something big that has happened in the community of cinematic filmmaking. I love that sentence. Finally, the people have a choice. In the Oscars. With the popular film yep. choice. Oscars are finally doing a popular category after all the backlash of these films that no one knows getting nominated yep. for best film. I think that's best fair. Picture. I think that's fair. And I think that's actually now since that's, that, that's a thing, that's going to outweigh the best film, best picture now. I don't know. Uh, I feel like it is in a way. Know, there's more nothing, people are going to be more excited about it. Because it's can like ever, their movie that they can I guess. Well, there's... This would just mean that we get to see Star Wars and Marvel, Marvel movies. movies. Like, because those are the biggest ones. More blockbuster-like movies. Like, um, <clears throat> I know it's been getting actually a lot. It's actually been getting hate by some people. Because now it's saying that they're, it's more of an easy way out of putting like movies like Infinity War and Black Panther out of the best picture category. Make, make all these people happy. Yeah. But yeah. my excuse, but my, not excuse, but my thought on that is that they wanted to put those movies in best picture in the first place if they didn't put mm. nolan's dark knight in what 2008 for best picture mm. i don't think they're gonna put any infinity war i don't think they're gonna put them in I, they wouldn't have put them in best oh, force awakens dark knight didn't win best picture in 2008 it wasn't even nominated for best picture yeah that's just so upsetting Only like Heath, moon Heath how did moonlight win two years ago like don't, and then this year was don't get them started. That, don't get that, me started on that them. knockoff with that. I don't even shape of water. Shape of water. If I could count how many times I heard the judge say "shape of water," there's I, always that one movie every year. Like the uh, in 2015, Spotlight. It was no, but it was it was Mad Max Fury Road. Oh yeah, that was weird. They would never shut up about that. Yeah, it won. Didn't it, yeah, it won Best Picture, didn't it? Yeah, and even more than that. I mean, it was good. A year later was La La Land. 
Which uh, should have won Best Picture. But, it know, literally should have. Moonlight, of course. That's what everybody wanted. Reminds but now we have the popular film which, category. Have you guys seen like uh, potential candidates for that? Which is obviously the big one is Infinity War. If Infinity War doesn't win... I'm... Black Panther might win, though. Black Panther's going to win. Oh, I really feel like that's going to win. And then Incredibles 2... <laughs> <laughs> the other one I saw, <laughs> Jurassic World, oh, was no. an actual, like, <laughs> I can't no. even finish that because it's gross. Basically, we are just really excited about that. It, personally, I'm really excited because we finally get to see the Marvel cast all go up on the stage together and accept an award. All right. <laughs> now, this week, we are going to be talking about... It's our first... Well, our first episode about Top 10. And we're calling it Top 10 Movie Plot Holes. Bum, this bum, bum. is Phantom Rant's picks. And I think we should just jump right in it, don't you guys? Yep. Let's just jump Some right in Some of your favorite it. movies have huge holes. That's right, and this we will be we will be talking about Star Wars. We'll be talking about Marvel, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. Oh God, Lord of the Rings! Oh, there, yeah. But let's just go right into it with Santa Claus <laughs> <laughs> at number ten. At number ten, we have Santa Claus movie franchise. Personally, I think this plot hole exists in every single movie that Santa Claus is in, and let me explain it. If Santa Claus exists in all these movies why do the parents not think he's real because who do they think puts the presents under the christmas tree that's the plot hole yeah Ooh. if santa like, yeah like if santa claus is proven to be true and real then who do they think puts the presents under the christmas yeah, tree it's like How pure coincidence they have to believe santa. like i guess the thing to defend that would be like oh they just assume that the other parent got it but when the question come up like the first thing you think of oh did you get that from where did you get that from or like when at what point did you get that yeah and that would just break the entire thing and that would freak people out yeah, it's just... Santa Claus is really a creepy person if you really think about basically, it. Basically, what you should take from this plot hole is Santa Claus is real, and you can't argue that, guys. I still believe in Santa. Dude, really? Wait. Not the Tooth Fairy? You guys do, right? You guys believe in Santa? I don't believe in Santa, but I believe in the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Clint's face is priceless. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember... Anyways. Like, you know the Tooth Fairy is actually Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Stop. I'm oh, going to stop no. you right there. Stop. But he also works with Larry the Cable stop, Guy. Stop. Stop that right there. Anyways. Moving on. I think there's not much we need to say about this besides but, this should have been number one. <laughs> oh, God, I would man. say that this one uh, works best with the first Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen because I guess. the stepdad of what's the kid's name? Doesn't matter. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't right. matter. Because Santa's the real. The stepdad is a psychiatrist <laughs> and both of the parents like no, hundred percent that they get in the presents. Santa does, but they think plot hole. They hundred percent don't believe in Santa Claus till the end. So that how would they explain? Doesn't make any anyway, sense. All right. Anyways, let's keep going. Number, Number nine. nine. We have E. T. in nineteen eighty two. Why does E. T. wait till the climax of the film to fly? Which is like, 
I mean, that's the best scene in the whole movie. That's the, in the bike. Most the scene iconic. everybody remembers. But why does he wait to fly there when in the beginning, like he can fly this whole time apparently. Yeah. In the beginning when all of his 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 people are leaving and they leave him behind, he's getting chased by the cops or whatever. Why doesn't he just fly up and be like, hey, yo, what's up, guys? You're leaving me. You know? He, he needs a bike. He, he needs, needs a bike. <laughs> he needs a bike. <laughs> It's yeah. it's I don't know. It's I just, common knowledge. I just feel like Spielberg just did that, so it'd be like you know it'd be really really cool. Kids riding bikes while flying. I think that's one of mm. the that's in the top ten biggest most iconic cinematic moment. It's literally the logo for Spielberg's production company, yeah, Amblin yeah. Entertainment. I just think even people who haven't seen ET know mm. of that that scene with so, the moon behind. And yeah. There's so many memes with that too. Yeah. yeah, I just think that's like, why didn't he not use it in the beginning, or couldn't he use that to get to the ship somehow? Yeah, that's uh, movie plot hole. It's a big gotta hole. love him. It's a gaping hole. Yeah, and <laughs> we're going right into <laughs> number eight with that, which is The Dark Knight Rises in 2013. Oh wow, Ooh. I like this one. This yeah. is a good one. All right, so after Bruce Wayne has already broken his back, lost his fortune, and is apparently in the most secluded and impenetrable prisons known to man or something like that. Prison. The, the prison. Just a prison. <laughs> he manages to get out and get to Gotham in no time before Bane blows up all of Gotham. I'm Batman. Yeah. Ing. So... He's Batman. He's Batman. He's, that's he's the Batman. Only that's the this, number one. He's Batman. This movie has actually so many plot holes in it that Bane like breaks or what they said dislocates uh, Batman slash Bruce Wayne's spine. So when going into the prison with the magical chiropractor, he's like, your spine's dislocated. I have to put it back in place by punching it. He starts beating the crap out of Bruce Wayne's back. Yeah, he starts beating the crap out of then like literally like what like a few days later he's like climbing the wall, going out of this huge big prison. He's Batman. He's yeah. Batman. All of his money's gone because Bane just corrupt like bankrupt him. Yeah. Stole all yeah. the stocks. So how did he get all the way without having any passports, finding a way? He's Batman. And just in the nick of time. To stop Bane from blowing up Gotham. The only thing that I could, like, in order to defend that one... He's Batman. Is that, like, people, he either... What he does is Batman stole someone's identity or something, got onto a plane, mm. possibly stole a plane and drove it, like, flew it all the way back to Gotham. I mean... But still, it's just... Batman's such a, like, overpowered character. Like, in the sense that he's so intelligent he's so clever and he's like at the peak of human physical ki- condition physical condition so i guess <laughs> he's just it just proves that only batman can do that yeah I but part of batman but part of that reason is because he has so much money but he has no money but at the same time he probably had fail safes that's true that's a, he that's... probably had like backup plans in each different like thing so he probably went to a certain thing and just I don't know. Maybe he has bat caves all over the world. We never like know. in the Arkham video games. <laughs> Little bat outposts. You never know. I think the only explanation for this one is just that he's Batman. I think that's right, the best Batman. one. That's the only thing that makes come sense. Up with, yeah. Anyways, moving on to number seven. You guys ready for this one? Oh, I'm ready. You guys ready for plot hole number seven? Avengers 2012. Oh, that's dude, right. I'm, I'm, I'm even what? 
There is a plot hole in the first Avengers. It's in my top ten movies, man. So you I'm guys, wearing an Avengers shirt right now. Let me describe this for you. So at the end of Thor, the Bifrost. The Bifrost, wherever they <laughs> The way that they are able to teleport to different realms. I thought Bifrost was that species with the I thought they were Isn't I that thought, what they are? I thought they were ice giants no, too. The, the oh. ice giants. I thought the bi- I thought this was the bifrost. They call whatever. a bridge the ice giants. Shut up. I, I, okay. Honestly, I can't lie. I didn't know what that was either yeah, until dude. like a couple months ago. Well, I swear I guess that they're the only oh, intelligent person in the nope. world. Anyway, I should always anyway. Be the host. So in this plot hole, at the end of Thor, the Bifrost is destroyed, and go. there's no way for them to get to any other realm. However, in Avengers 2012, Thor conveniently finds the Quinjet that's carrying Loki, and then questions him. But how did he get to? Midgard. That's like two and one because, like, how did he get to Earth in the first place? And how did he, how was he able to track Loki? And as if that's a thing because he's a god. And that's also another thing in Infinity War. How did he know to go exactly to Wakanda to start fighting? How did he know that Loki was even alive? Does the Bifrost have homing? Maybe Is that it the does. way? Oh, that's a good question. How did he know that Loki was alive? Because the last time... That's three plot holes. Yeah. I think, Four? I think he found out somehow. Well, because said, it seems he was like... explaining to Loki that... But it's, it seemed to be a while that they they thought Loki was dead for quite a bit. That's so why... So then Lo- how, would, how would he know? Was he just randomly looking for the Tesseract? Was know. he looking for the Tesseract or was he looking for Loki? I think he was looking for both. No, I think he was he looking, was looking for, for Loki. Oh, Do you think this like a, makes more sense? No, but then he, paci- he then he specifically attacked specifically Loki. Yeah, because yeah. he attacked he Loki, Loki and kidnapped him because he wants Loki to come back home. Yeah, you know? that's kind of a he just one wants to get out of this mess. Yet it glaze over, and that's another thing. It's so hard believing that Loki is actually dead because he already has faked his death twice. No, that's I think that's what makes me sh- for sure that he's dead is because they faked <laughs> it so many times. I think. That one, that's that was the ending. That's why they made it so brutal in Infinity War. Anyway, that's like no resurrections this time. That's such a cool line. It's like talking to the fans, though. That is. We all know that Loki always comes back, but I don't think he is. I love Thanos. Could be. You should have aimed for the head. Is that the first superhero movie where the superheroes lose, like entirely lose? Probably. I mean, let me think. Dark Knight, maybe, but that's not like into the scale. No, because in this one, they he just... sacrifices it, but he ends up being blamed for Harvey. But Dent. at the end, it works out. By the way, this is spoilers. Yeah, this is Spo- major spoiler. spoilers. Probably our biggest spoiler alert ever because this <laughs> takes on so many different movies. Yeah, Harvey Dent is Batman. <laughs> we believe in Harvey Dent. We believe in Harvey. Anyways, number six. You guys number ready? Number six. Number six is Jurassic Park, nineteen ninety one. Oof. And yes, there is a plot hole in this one, and it is the famous T Rex scene in the rain. It's actually one I've always noticed. Really? Well, let kid. me describe it real fast. Oh, you do so, that, Ryan. When the T-Rex makes its iconic debut, goes over the fence, 
just happens to climb over the fence that's not electric anymore. It's barely, it looks like barely like six feet. Yeah. But he's able to go right over there, no problem. And then just maybe like 15 or 20 minutes later, the car, the vehicle falls off that same ledge that the T-Rex came from. But it's like a hundred, hundred foot or Which further drop. Which has in there. So it makes no sense, like, unless the dinosaur can levitate. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think they basically the have they, they just didn't plan it out because the T-Rex came over and it was just level with the street, but then they planned it out that the car would fall. Yeah. But it's really interesting. Yeah, that one's just like kind of like lazy, kind of poor. I yeah. guess just to build up to the suspense with the car getting tipped over with Tim being inside it, which was the kid. But uh, yeah, actually, Jurassic Park's my my fourth favorite movie of all time. No, fifth favorite movie, sorry. But um, yeah, which is weird, but there's actually a lot of mistakes in that movie. Like, for example, um, in the beginning when John Hammond is talking to Dr. Sattler and Dr. Grant, he's like holding a white towel and then in a, like barely in a second later, he's holding a pink towel. Or <laughs> when in that same T-Rex scene, um, when the lawyer runs out and runs to the bathroom, the door is open because he didn't close it. And then when they look away and they're looking at Dr. Grant's and Ian Malcolm's car, and then they look back, the door is closed. Door's clo- oh, wow. Yeah. there's You got to pay attention in a lot of your movies because there's there's quite a bit of mistakes. Mistakes That's are sad. made. Like you. Hey. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. That was a jack bomb right oh, there. I'm just. That was I'm a loading my bomb. gun right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Hey, Ryan. Hey, what's I up? I saw you call. I was brushing my teeth. Hey, you're good, bro. So we're actually recording right now. Say hi to Devin and Clint. Hey, boys. <laughs> hey, big man. What's going on, dog? So, Jack, we just wanted to uh, call in and ask you what you think the biggest movie plot hole is ever. What I think the biggest movie plot hole is ever? Yeah. Huh. We'll give you a few seconds to think about it. Yeah. Like Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. I'd say the biggest movie plot hole is before Rogue One was probably how the how the uh, rebels got the plans to the Death Star and destroy the Death Star mm. through the little hole. Oh, yeah, a little hole. I think that's probably the biggest plot hole. Yeah, yeah. why would they leave such an obvious flaw? Well, that's, wait, hang actually, on. that's a really sorry. good one. Yeah. Hang on, sorry to uh, counter that. Didn't um, Jen's father? Didn't he leave that? Yeah. In there? No, 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 no. He's saying right. before, before Rogue One. one. Saying say before. before. Oh, so like in A New Hope. Yeah, I agree with you, Jack. That, that is a. Plot I agree hole. with you too. Yep. That's a big one, dude. Oh yeah. That they actually covered in a movie. That's cool. Know. That's interesting. Thanks for that input, Jack. All right, boys. We. <laughs> 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 Clint, Clint dropped a jack bomb earlier. <laughs> yeah, I did. He did. Awesome. That's what I'm talking about. All Someone's right. got to do right. it. Yeah. Can't wait yeah. for the next podcast. Miss you, boys. Miss you too, Jack. Miss you too, All right, dog. well, 
right. <sighs> Sleep tight. Say, <laughs> say bye night. to Alex for us. All right. Okay. See you, dude. <laughs> hear anything I'm saying. So. Anyways, that was great. Love Jack. What a guy. Are we ready to move on to number five? Number five. Plot hole number five? I'm ready. Now Let's we're in the it. top five. We're getting the juicy stuff. Yes. All right. Ooh. Number five. Independence Day. The original. Ooh. 1996. That's right. There is a plot hole in this movie. That's hey. right. Hey. And this is, how does the 90s Mac, let me mention it's a Mac. How does the 90s Mac computer, how is that able to create a virus so nasty to destroy an alien mothership because it can because it can that's it moving on is there any number defense? four <laughs> it, I, think, I think clint had a defense to this earlier oh, yeah that was devin was that you that yeah. was devin. because techni- technology these days is used from alien stuff yeah totally well it's because like uh the alien craft that they said they've had since the 40s and 50s when is actually when the first computers started to show up ever in actual like real life so i i uh people like defended that they based uh, after the technology that they've studied from that craft they based modern day computers which is in, in the 90s in this mm-hmm. at this point um and the coding is the same from that alien craft that's why it was able to be compatible so mm-hmm. they already figured that out because they've been studying this particular craft since the 40s and 50s so i think they figured out a way to plug in the USB drive and blow up the mothership, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, I still think it's just so unbelievable. I think it's lazy. It is lazy. It's lazy. But, you know, like, Independence Day is is a huge, big blockbuster. I think you could look past it. No. Okay. (laughs) Clint can't. Clint could never. I can't. I can. I can't. Typical movie viewer could. Yeah. Anyways. Typical movie viewer. We are moving on. Going steady, and we have number four. We're getting close to the top three. Wow. But here we are at number four with Toy Story 19. Oh, this is a big one. This is a and big one. And that is, let me read it to you guys. It is this. So, you know how in the original Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear thinks he's a space ranger. And in the whole movie, Woody's saying, you're just a toy. He says that like one line mainly. You well, are a toy. Basically. Well, yeah, like, yeah. The, the whole theme in the movie is that, you know, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear thinks he's more than he actually is. Then The plot, not the theme. Whatever. Anyways, why does Buzz Lightyear in some scenes freeze like all the other toys when there's humans around if he thinks he's not a toy? There it is. That's the plot hole. I think people try to argue this is that when they're talking a movie that moving that's all in their mind they really actually can't move but then again that contradicts the ending of uh Toy Story where they actually do move and they and Sid sees the toys move and, and uh oh, Woody's yeah, head spins right. and, oh. and says so play nice I love that scene I love that it. so cool Pretty creepy, honestly. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't blame Sid. Yeah, that's such a huge one where I think a lot of people don't think about it. They just kind of like, it just goes over your head. I have one thing to say. Say it. Boys, look an alien. Bah! <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. 
Just thinking back, I love Toy Story 2. I don't mean to get sidetracked in, but we got yeah, you time. Do. I love Toy Story 2. I didn't so. It's literally so good. It's such a creative story, too. Shut up. Anyway, it's Buzz, I agree <laughs> with you because that's my second favorite Pixar film. But, you know, whatever, anyway. Whatever. Anyway, Buzz Lightyear. I think that's that's such a huge one. Because it makes... Okay, what I don't understand... Because it's just... It kind of, like, contradicts the entire first movie and kind of, like, the idea of toys. In general, because in Al's Toy Barn, they all don't know that they're toys and they're just walking freely... Yeah, and then then like, how are you supposed to like? How are you supposed to pick up a toy and be just like it's talking to you? I, no, it just doesn't. How do make they sense. know that not to? Yeah. yeah, who tells them not to move it's when just they like, see a human? Is it just implanted in all toys? Like it's just they know when there's a human around, they need to freeze. I Can a know. toy die? Yeah. Can it? Toy Story three, bro. They're oh about to yeah, die. that's right. Just, they were about to, but do we know if they actually? Well, they're pretty much immortal be, until they're. Torn apart, I guess. I have to, maybe that was such a sad the fires scene. from which it came. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's like Mortal. Lord of the Rings Mortal. type of thing, but yeah. still, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. You I just really think, think it's about a huge Toy Story. Wall. I guess it's kind of like trippy to think about, and the whole Buzz Lightyear thing. Yeah, that's it is. That's something really trippy. hard not to look at when you watch Toy Story again. So it's we just ruined as, Toy Story for you. You're welcome. It's almost as trippy as the Terminator, John Connor. Time I don't loop. even want to get into it. I don't. That is just, it I, hurts my head to think about the that. Paradox the paradox. Is, I tried explaining the starting point, but no one wants to listen. I, <laughs> it I, doesn't I, make I, This is why I hate time travel in movies. You want to know what movie does time traveling really good? What? Ryan Johnson's movie, uh, Looper. Oh, I thought you were going to say Last See, Jedi. I feel like Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Last Jedi. If you're going <laughs> to do a time travel movie, you have to set certain rules that you can't do that's right like, and back to the future i think that's why back to the future is so good is because it kind of sets rules what you can't do you can't see your future self you can't do this and this you can't interact yeah. with the people around i think it it started well, that too it's the whole butterfly effect like if you go it just makes it's it's a plot hole in everything if you go anywhere in time it ruins everything because yeah. nothing will be the same and for the people who don't know what uh butterfly effect is it really means that like they use the example of a butterfly because when a butterfly flaps its wings even that tiny like little movement can affect a storm can actually cause a rainstorm Mm -hmm. which is so crazy to think about how such a small thing can cause such a chain reaction yeah i really got deep like a flashpoint paradox when barry goes back and saves his mom (laughs) anyways i think an honorable or honorable mention (laughs) honorable on i think a carnivore an honorable yeah it's like almost midnight an honorable mention that we didn't put on the list that has to do with time travel that is a plot hole should we save that before we announce the one yeah we're already talking about time travel okay all right anywho it's with back to the future the first one so how marty he goes back in time meets his parents when they're his age and then his mom falls in love with him which is kind of creepy but then he ends up getting his parents to get together, and then they fall in love, and he goes back to the future. But how do they not recognize that their son was this guy who brought them together? Yeah, that's a very, like. How do they not recognize him? The, that doesn't the guy make sense. who really got them together and really yeah. gave them the life that they have. Yeah. Anyways, guys, are we ready to move on? Yes. We're on our third right ooh, now. Ooh, ooh top that's three. Right. I'm really interested. 
Number three, top movie plot hole. Number three, movie plot hole. Number three. It's number three. Is what is it again? Number three. Number three. We're on number three, right? We're on number three. Cool. The movie right. Phantom Red's top number ten three. movie plot holes. We're on number three. Oh no, dos tres. Okay, got it. And it is the Karate Kid in Ooh. 1984. This is an interesting one. Check this out. You know the signature move at the end of the movie. It's the most famous scene in the whole movie. Like how ET is. That's like the yeah. most iconic scene. From how that. he how he wins is actually an illegal move. And got Daniel disqualified. Should have. It should have got Daniel. Should have got him. Daniel Sorry about that. Should have got him quali- disqualified because it's a freaking kick to the face. Yeah, you can't punch anyone in the face. You can't. Which is um, oh, what's his name? When Johnny punches him in the face earlier in the match, he literally gets flagged for that. Yeah, he gets flagged for it. Yeah, that's just so weird. He punches him straight in the face, and he gets flagged for it, but yet. A kick to the face wins the match. Nothing, yeah. He gets nothing. Like, which is cool that in uh, the new um, YouTube Red series that's actually extremely good that me and Clint have been watching for a while uh, was is, they, Co- is Cobra Kai. They mentioned it, which is a spinoff. Which they do mention that uh, Johnny when he when he faces Daniel that you won by an illegal move, which is like they finally address. What a lot of people were thinking for so long. It's also a very good show. If you have YouTube Red, I highly recommend it. It's really good. Mm. I, it's actually it still has a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes right now. Does it really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. That's really good. Go Jeez. check it out, especially if you love the movie Karate Kid. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Classic. Anyways, let's get going. You guys ready for number Ooh. two? Number two. This one hits home. Here we go. Number two. Movie plot hole. Our Phantom Ranch's second biggest movie plot hole of all time. Star Wars A New Hope. 1977. 1977. You guys ready to hear it? Now, there's actually a lot of plot holes in Star Wars, but this is the biggest one. If the Empire, in the very opening crawling scene, or not the crawling scene, but the first scene, where the Republic is escaping from the Star Destroyer, and then R2-D2... Oh, my God. (laughs) Fan. Please, please keep that. Fan. <laughs> Fan. And then aren't you? Someone record that and we'll put that in the bumper. <laughs> and then we're just really tired. And then R2 and C3PO <laughs> escape in the pod with the Death Star plans. Why doesn't why why don't why doesn't the Empire just blow it up? And their excuse is to no not waste form. ammunition and there's no ammunition. No life forms detected. I said ammunition. Anyways. Hey, we're yeah. tired, guys. And it makes no sense because in Star Wars, all droids are practically artificial intelligence. They're all smart. So if there's no life, if there's no like biological life on there, there could be a droid carrying it. Or just the plants. Like they put a flash drive. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the type just throw it in there. Just and throw it, it in there Luke. and send it. Yeah. It just, just to keep it out of the Empire's hands. I'm it sure they had no flash sense. drives back then. It's just like such a like, oh, okay. That guy who was talking who said that is should be named Mr. Plot. Yeah, no, if it wasn't for that, if they would have destroyed it, no no Star Wars. Mm. Empire win. Yeah. Empire win. There would have been no way. Yeah. Because especially after since Rogue One came out and you see how much work was put into... Covering <laughs> up that plot hole. Right. Yeah, covering up that plot hole that used to be a plot hole, which was... It's now not why really. Why is Death Star... Why does the Death Star have such a... Obvious Huge flaw. hole, and how did the rebellion that leads right to the happen reactor. to find 
plans for that, which is Rogue yeah. One shows how much like how much sacrifice they had to do for it, and it and could have been solved in two seconds by firing at it. Yeah, that's why Rogue One's so good. Anyways, before we hit Jedi. Phantom Rant, oh yeah, oh yeah. Should we, should we just now that Jack's not here? Should we just confess how we much? We might as well insert Last Jedi in this episode. This Last, Last Jedi. Jedi is just. Okay, here's our uh, little segment about Last Jedi because we always talk about Last Jedi in every single film or every, every single every, podcast. Yeah, I think I don't know. Like, I don't know what to talk about it anymore. We've just destroyed the heck out of it Except and dissecting Jack. it. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, right? About Last Jedi right now, Jack's not here. I don't have anything bad to say about it. I've is this bad guys? Who am I talking to? Yeah. Do we need Jack here for you in order, in order for you to talk about Last Jedi? I should Jack's right there. Jack. Ryan Johnson is actually the worst director in all of cinematic <laughs> history. And he destroyed a fan base that has been built for over 30 years. Oh, that felt really good. <laughs> that felt really good. And, I hate Ryan Johnson. Hey, do you have anything to say, Jack? Is there anything you want to say? That's right, You've Jack. Me- if you actually have something to argue right now, say, say it, it now. Say it. Everybody listen. Insert cricket sound bite. Boom. That's right. Anyway, Last Jedi is a good film. <laughs> but yeah, number two, that's that's such a huge one. That That's like kind of annoying in a way because yeah. like literally yeah. they couldn't have figured out a better excuse why not to destroy the escape pod. Is it really because they said, we don't want to waste ammunition? No, no, it's no but like, it's just like it's just because there's no think. life forms. There's like, oh, he literally goes out of his way. To, to stop not shoot them. that down. He, the commander stops them from yeah. shooting it. He's like, no, don't stop. Don't do it. Hold your fire. There's no life forms aboard. Let I mean, go. I thought it was kind of cool. Was like, Let it go. Ah, it's interesting. Sneaky but it's just kind of like stupid. Like the one escape pod, you yeah. don't think that will have the plans on it? You yeah. Just, I mean, what what could they have possibly lost from shooting it down? That guy is literally the worst employee in the Empire. <laughs> I bet he got he fired. Sh- I know. He choked. probably did die. He probably did get choked He down. probably did die. <laughs> did you see him at any point in the movie? I would like to see an un- undercover boss with the Emperor. That'd be great. Oh, my God. Anyways, before we hit our number one pick for biggest movie plot hole. Phantom Rant's biggest movie plot hole. We want to hear what our listeners have to say. So, Ooh. earlier today, I asked you guys what you think the biggest plot holes are in movies. And I'm just going to read some of our responses. Another spoiler warning. Another spoiler. This could have some spoilers. So from our buddy Haunted Igloo, what a guy. Um, he says, in Jurassic World 2, the skeleton of the Indominus Rex, there's lots of things wrong with that, which I totally agree. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It should It should have <clears throat> dissolved. After that long a period of time. And how could it have been like so perfectly preserved and yeah. underwater? It barely you know? looked like it got a scratch too. Yeah. Like the Mosasaurus was <clears throat> extremely huge. How did it not like... Didn't and it, it seems it? like it's only been like five years, I want to say. Yeah. So how has all of the skin and tissue gone? The The dinosaur did not eat that. The Mosasaurus... You didn't eat it? I thought you did eat he it. He would be in the bones, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't he be in the bones? And they would be scattered yeah. all over the place, not in a perfect formation. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. too perfect. Yeah, but we're with you on that one. It, it makes no sense. Anyways, moving on, we have from Jay Schwartz, 03. Ooh, Joshy boy. This is a Star Wars one. 
Why is the technology so much more advanced in the prequels than the originals? Which is interesting. And that is 100% production. CGI. (laughs) Yeah, it's production. Well, I think because in the originals, like the Rebellion, for example, is very like low budget. They're kind of like a secret organization fighting against, I mean, they're known, but like they don't have that much money as on like the Galactic Empire. They have all the money that can be. Like, if you think about it, mm. they have yeah. a limited resource. The Republic? Or the... The Republic. I mean, yeah. like... Yeah, that's true. That's why they're able to create an empire. That's why the Emperor wanted to be Chancellor, because the, he basically has unlimited resources. And I think it's believable that the... Excuse me. The Rebels have such bad... Te- it seems like they have such bad technology. Even worse than, than, than the Resistance. Yeah. Yeah. That but is it, true. It just seems like they're just on the run and they're just trying to put up a fight against the Empire with what they Salvaging, have. Salvaging, yeah. Salvaging. Everything that... What they can Which use. I love. I think that's really cool. But, I mean, that is kind of a plot hole. We'll give you that one. But we have another one from our buddy Matt Butler. <laughs> he <laughs> says... Boy. Why doesn't the Underminer have a backstory? <laughs> what? That's not, plot. That's not a plot hole. That's a want. It I makes think... it makes sense because when you see the Underminer at the end of the first Incredibles, you're just like, who is this guy? And it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to this one. Besides, what I... you need to do, man, is you need to email Hollywood and say, <laughs> Underminer spinoff, question mark, and they will give it to you because they will literally take anything to milk out of <laughs> it's like please give us an obi-wan kenobi film and then disney's like wait uh boba fett wait no Obi- can you speak into o- the mic Obi- please yeah obi-wan kenobi he was in the prequels oh yeah solo film yeah totally bro we'll throw that yeah, at you oh yeah no obi-wan kenobi like the, oh yeah trilogy the fans are like poor little timmy holding his hands out oh, for change oh, oh so you tiny guys Tim, Tim. Yeah. oh you guys want obi-wan oh, we'll, we'll give it to you after solo Wait, after yeah. Solo? Yeah, we're not doing it anymore. Rip. <laughs> Episode 9. Well, I mean, it's still up in the air. So, they still Star Wars con- fans, Kenobi fans. This is interesting. This one isn't really explained, but this guy, Devils underscore Agent underscore 666, says this. The hyperspace scene in Last Jedi with Admiral Holdo, where she just goes right through the whole... First order. He really thinks cool that's scene. a plot hole. Really cool scene. Now, if you really dissect that, how is that a plot hole? I mean, I get. I guess it could have been like, why? Why didn't they use that earlier? If they knew that it's hyperspace kind of would just destroy. Like, why suicide. hasn't that? Because it's then all mission. of them would die. It's a suicide mission. I guess it's a suicide. And mission. They weren't planning that uh, Admiral Holden would actually do that. It was really her idea. That's true. Anyways, we can just agree that The Last Jedi has a million plot holes and that's a terrible movie. Moving on. At Jack. Just kidding. Anyways, this wraps up what our fans have to say about their top picks for movie plot holes. It's our honorable mentions. Honorable mentions until we get to number one. Are you guys ready? Now, I think this is the most talked about one I've, I've heard. Oh, definitely. Do you guys want to say it all together at the same time? Yeah. Well, it's we'll we'll, we'll start talking about it, see if, and then Ooh, we'll like reveal what we're idea. talking about. Good idea. So all this right. this involves technically a trilogy, a whole storyline that could have been prevented. Pause now and see if you can guess which movie is this or uh, which big, movies. 
Big hint, it's as big as Star Wars. Big hint, it has a prequel trilogy as well. Which is not as good. So, yeah, it's terrible CGI. Yeah, it is. (laughs) You guys ready to reveal it? We're ready to reveal it. Three. Phantom Rants. Two. Number one pick. One. Lord of the Rings. That was trippy. Wow, that was. Yeah, so there's a plot hole in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> if you you probably already let, know which one I'll we're let, talking about. I'll let Devin explain it, but it is the plot hole of the Eagles. Yes. Which the Eagles were first appeared in um Fellowship of the Ring. Yes, Fellowship of the Ring when um They took Gandalf off. Gandalf was rescued by said Eagles. And then people start to wonder, but after the movies have came out, and you know everybody knows the end. If you don't know, well then you Look shouldn't be listening to this right now. Then at the end of Return of the King, the third installment, when Frodo and Sam already delivered the ring, and they're they're like about to die, and out of nowhere the eagles come to save them, and they they actually get them out of Mordor. It's very like you know a bittersweet ending. You know you know how it goes, but. People after that started to wonder, why didn't they just use the Eagles from the very beginning <laughs> just and just like do like a drive-by or a fly-by and just drop the ring into Mordor, into the, in Mount Doom? Like, people for so long have been talking about this one, of how, how this is like, seriously, the only reason they didn't do it is because they wanted a story, but that's not entirely true. Clint, do you wanna you wanna jump in on this? Yep. Tag team, slap so, my hand. In the books, slap my hand, guys. <laughs> oh. So in the books, the, <laughs> it's clearly explained that the Eagles are some type of the higher god, just like Gandalf and the Balrog in uh, Lord of the Rings. And so we all know that the ring corrupts the absolute. So it would be a terrible choice to have the ring come along with the eagles. And yeah, people are going to say, well, it's not like the eagles had the ring. But, but here's the thing. Go back to fellowship. Whoever the ring is around can influence them. Uh, and the ring also enhances the user. Yeah. So the, the more powerful the person is, the like twice as powerful they become, which in the scene between Frodo... And Gandalf, when Frodo offers Gandalf the ring, and he, he explains why, no, I shall not have it. It will wield a power that's so great, I can never let that happen. Which, in the trilogy, yeah, it stands up to that. Because actually, in the the first, second, and third, um, Fellowship, Two Towers, and Return of the King, um, the, the ring is never with the eagles because at the very end frodo already dropped it in and yeah mm-hmm. when you think about the eagles in the books they explain that eagles what clint was saying they're like god-like creatures they're like in middle earth they're like at the at the highest of the food chain that you can get America. like a hundred times more than like gandalf and all the rest of them so that's why they're like all powerful yeah if they would have got in possession of the ring 
they would game be game over. Game over. There's literally nothing that would be able to stop them. And even then, their power would be corrupt, and the ring would eventually find itself back to Sauron in the first place. Because yeah. the ring have its mind of its own. Yeah, it's true. But are we ready to talk about a plot hole within that theory? Because the trilogy, the plot hole has been corrected, but... Can I explain it? Ryan... It's actually, actually the one I found without any research. Ryan actually I, connected the dots with this one that I thanks, actually, guys. me and Clinton actually realized till recently. Actually, this and is recently he means like five minutes ago. Said. It contradicts everything, and the chances of me actually being correct in something in any movie that Devin and Clint don't already know is literally the words of C three PO one thousand one hundred million to one, literally billion billion. No, that's a billion. <laughs> that's a stretch. But anyways, so in The Hobbit, the prequels <coughs> to... <coughs> thank you. <laughs> the prequels to the Lord of the Rings trilogy with Bilbo as our main protagonist, he finds the ring from Gollum at the end of Unexpected Journey. The first Hobbit film. The first Hobbit film. He finds the ring and then he puts it on escapes from Gollum, and then there's that scene at the end with the forest that's burning, but then the eagles save them, and then there's that scene with them flying off into the distance, but Bilbo has the ring with him. So that just contradicts everything. Yeah. Because Bilbo, because now the ring is close to a powerful being. Which is annoying because yeah. you would think they would pay that much attention, especially since it's in the books. I mean, but, how else were they... I mean, as the trilogy stands, that plot hole has been kind of like Is covered it? up, but now Hobbit kind of ruins it. Actually, kind of interesting. Anyone who knows about the books like uh, like The Hobbit, can you do us a favor and research? Oh, yeah. See, if, that's... Let's see if it's, a, if, it, if it's a film thing or if it's a book thing. Cause I bet I it's don't, a film thing. Yeah, I don't think J.R.R. Tolkien would make such a big mistake like that i don't even think that no, scene with the eagles is in no. the book i don't, I don't that, think it is i don't think it is I, remember, I read the book in middle school yeah a long time ago and i don't remember i think they just like put that. that in there because oh eagles oh, i remember those from the well they just like got all the, all this climax to this one point and they had no idea how to save the characters well if so <laughs> if that's it then that's just such a poor like movie decision. Well, there. I mean, the movies were terrible already. Yeah. You know, weren't. you know, the white orc was only mentioned once in the book, and he's a main antagonist. It's in terrible. The prequel Smog trilogy only has a tiny bit of screen time. I hate that. In the middle one, in the <laughs> third one, in the Battle of Five Armies, which is easily the worst one. Um, he like he only has he like, goes out like such a punk. Like he gets killed nothing. in the first this five was minutes. Like, they build it up so yeah. well, actually. I would give him that in the first and kind of like the goes, second. And then it goes right into it in the third. And then Smog's already over with. Yeah. Which you know these movies are actually chapters. Unlike the Lord of the Rings movies, those are actually books. Yeah. So they, yeah. they just like stretched out chapters into three films. Yeah. Kind of annoying. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So that was our... Phantom Rant's number one movie plot hole. And you guys have it. Phantom you, Rant's top ten movie plot holes. Hopefully a lot of you guys didn't realize those and are like shocked out of your mind and you can't believe anything anymore because there's always a plot hole. And just, always all a plot of, hole. And just all of a sudden you just like all of our pictures and just, you know, subscribe. 
Yeah. Like, can you follow us and you start telling everybody about us because of what you just found oh, out? Oh, wait. You guys know about that plot hole in Civil War? You donate, like, literally all your money <laughs> and you sell your kidney just to get more money to fund us? And then you oh. find out about Shout Out for Stickers and then you're like, wow. Hey, what about that? Outs. What about that Stickers. plot hole in Man of Steel? Exactly. Oh wait, there is none. No, there's none. There's, there's no, no plot hole in Man, Man of Steel. Steel. Perfection. Anyways, are Period. you guys ready to move on to top five. Rant, top five news? <laughs> and we got we got some good top five news. This of the is week. actually some really good stuff. This guys. is really good, and this is kind of a segue from our last episode where we talked about the James Gunn situation mm-hmm. and also Venom. Yeah. We ready, Clint? I am ready. Clint's got it. Clint's gonna roll with this one. Dyslexic man's gonna roll with this. Let's start off with the uh, with the big one. It is strongly believed from at this point that Venom will be PG thirteen. It's not officially confirmed, but it's strongly believed. It's yeah, and I feel like Sony, knowing Sony, they will do it. They'll do it, especially since the trouble they've been with. They want to. It would definitely make them more money. Oh, and that sucks. They always every movie franchise Pull these Warner days. Brothers. I can't think of any franchise that isn't money hungry. I'm actually really disappointed because yeah. I was really looking forward to a radar Venom. I yeah. think that would be extremely I mean, interesting. I think that could have been the darkest superhero film. Me and Clint were literally reading a Venom comic part one and part two before this podcast episode, and there's literally a scene where he's like spits venom into this guy's throat and just like he like dies dies and he's he like venom's like talking about how he's just this corpse and he'll humans are ended race or something like that and i'm like okay they can't really show that if it's gonna be rated or it's gonna be pg-13 yeah i feel like it's gonna be a hard pg-13 three f no what is it one f bomb one s bomb and then like they could say you know. How much? How much like graphic imagery can you show in a PG thirteen? Not that much. They stretched that though. They stretched Sometimes it in the past few years. You could say like three f bombs get away with it. Well, yeah. not not verbal, but like uh, disturbing images. No, you can get away with a lot. That's what a lot of horror horror movies are PG thirteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this will be kind of like Which that. Usually, end up being terrible. Let's uh, go on to uh, number two. Oh, yes. Which is Disney is staying with uh, James Gunn's script. Yes. That's keeping Batista there. Yes. Yes. I was a little nervous for a second. I didn't, I didn't think he would actually go through with quitting Marvel, but uh, it was a really cool threat that he made. It stood up for him. I, I was stood actually. Up for James Gunn. He really stood his ground out of all of them. Yeah. I like that. I love Dave. I like that a lot. Dave Bautista is a good guy. Like, just beyond. Good friend. He's really, like, I remember. (laughs) I know. I watched an interview with him, and he actually, like, it's funny because he, obviously, if you guys know, if you know him, he's not actually originally an actor. He's a a wrestler and then big guy. But he, in his movies, he's always really skeptical of his performance, and he never thinks he did his best. And I saw his interview, and I was like, "That's really kind of sad." He's very humble. He's all he's humble, and he's very critical of his acting, which not a lot of people can say that. Like, he's always he's never happy with his final performance, and it's like that's really cool how he's just he thinks he could have done better. You know, yeah. he's he's not one to settle for mediocre. But, but uh, 
We ready to move on? Moving on to number three, which number is actually some sad three. news. Oh, no. Uh, Stanley will no longer be in going to public venues such as Comic-Cons, public signings, oh, or oh, viewings man. of any of that sort because his old age. Oh, man. That makes just me start- sad. I never got to meet Stanley. I know. He's starting to stop all that stuff now. It's probably because of probably health problems or something Dude, like that. He's, he's 95. He's old. There's people who are in their 70s and quit and like were immobilized but like dude that guy's going strong he's Hello. going really yeah. strong pray for stanley guys pray, pray for that alive guy. and well oh alive. no i know hashtag pray for stan pray for pray stan, for stan. Uh, and then uh number two which is actually kind of also sad but childish at the same time uh star trek 4 might not happen because chris hemsworth and chris pine uh, aren't happy with their paychecks our boy our boy. Fine. They're getting money in their head to lend it, use it. You know, they should just sub those roles for uh, Drax the Destroyer and everything will be okay. I really don't know. I don't <laughs> get that. Especially Chris Hemsworth. I don't know why. And Chris Pine. I love mine. That, oh, that, one, that one really hurts fandom. Oh, it hurts that, a that lot. That gets it right here. It's really sad. Our... It's Steve weird to see Tre- our hero fall. Steve Trevor. But then again, never money hungry we don't know any, all the entire details. That's so true. I guess there's a, yeah, that's true. It's just the press, and you never, yeah. Which, for people who didn't know, Chris Hemsworth, one of his first cinematic, in, cinematic appearances was in the 2009 Star Trek. And was in that first few minutes, he was Kirk's dad, who sacrifices mm-hmm. himself. Spoiler. But, yeah, um, I totally remember that. But yeah, it was funny about the... Um, about what happened with that because the guy who plays Data in the Star Trek Next Generation series uh, tweeted out and was kind of like mocking the situation how they wanted more money and uh, Carl Urban their their actual their uh coworker uh the who plays Bones in the Star Trek franchise he straight up like called them out on Twitter. Saying what they were doing was was pathetic and childish and yeah, like seriously, dude, <laughs> you were, you did all three of these movies. Now you want more? Yeah, I work for a lower paycheck. Used to at Panera Bread, doing way more work than they ever will. Making that PB and J is way harder than memorizing. Besides those lines. Chris Pine, Chris Pine, Chris Pine, Chris Pine. Just kidding. Pine. Like just kidding. I still respect those harder. guys. Than all of us. Okay. But uh, getting on to number one, which I think is the most exciting news for me. Drum roll. It is more believe now that producers are going with Idris Alba as the next (laughs) 007. Wow. I am so hyped for this one. I'm so happy. Me and Clint have been talking about this one for a while now, that he would play such a perfect... I mean, James Bond has been played so many times by Roger Moore, Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, and I always forget the other guy. And it's so many times. It's usually, and I think with Daniel Craig's character, it's really the one that shifted the most because it gave such more of a realistic instead of a silly spy thriller type view. Yeah, and really like grounded the franchise. It gave us a a un a new unique take on it. So now with Idris Elba being the first black James Bond, I think that's really cool. And I really think out of all people who could do it, 
him. I just Alba can do it. I uh, want him in more stuff. Heimdall. Also, side note on this, I really want him to play John Stewart Green Lantern. He would be a perfect John Stewart. He'd be perfect. I wish we saw more of him as Heimdall. Yeah. <laughs> Heimdall fans? Heimdall fans. Heimdall fans. We're, t- we're transitioning from the Vision face to Heimdall face. Heimdall fans. <laughs> Wait, is he in a joined together the with Twin Towers movie or was it what? This yeah. isn't him. Different guy. Sorry. You mean Dark was Towers? Dark Towers. There was another guy who was rumored to be James Dark Bond. I, oh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill okay. is also rumored to be, but that's oh, I, he wants to be James Bond. But Idris Elba. I mean, he has a, shoes to fill. Yeah. You know. But then again, he played Superman. And Man of Steel was the best <laughs> he movie ever. Superman. And Man of Steel was the best movie ever. Don't forget that. He did play Man of Steel. The Man of Steel. We're joking. We really don't think Man of Steel is the best movie ever. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Moses, bro. <laughs> Stop. But anyways, yeah. So we just kind of went through our top 10 movie plot holes of all time. Talked and- a little bit more about some news. This week, I think I think if you guys if you guys really enjoy more episodes, more Phantom Rants top tens, and you want to listen more on movies and stuff <laughs> that you didn't know about, maybe didn't know about, then you guys just give us some feedback. Yeah, and we will love that. Give awesome. us another really. top ten episode to do. Yeah, yeah, give us some ideas, and we'll definitely do that. We'll do the we'll do the homework for it, and. Yeah. Also, if you guys like the uh, top five news, you don't have to wait for us to say it. We also do it on our Instagram page. We do. Which is daily. It is daily. So go and follow. Mm-hmm. Also, isn't shoutouts for stickers ending soon, Ryan? Shoutouts for sticker is coming to a close soon. We don't have an end date yet, but very soon. And eventually, we will be putting our stickers on our online website. With Oh, yeah. And when we launch that we will be having t-shirts mm-hmm. long tees and short other fandom ran merch other fandom ran merch so stay tuned for that guys we got some big stuff going on here it's gonna be cool but yeah all thanks to the fans it's all due it's to all you guys the fans it's in, and it's we're fans title. too we're in the title it's in the title of our name fandom rant kessel run junk no 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 <laughs> if you guys listen to our very first episode just go back to the very beginning and you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, it's a little Easter egg. For Easter egg. Fans out we, there. we have an Easter egg in our episodes. <laughs> we have our own <laughs> universe. Our, I love it. Fandom Rain Podcast universe. universe. Yeah. So, well, you guys, you, you guys know the deal. You know what we're about to say. You know. Can I say something too? What can I say? Um, Awkward. Don't forget to give us a shout out for stickers as it's coming to a close and subs- oh and uh anyway uh send the feedback would you please